stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. I'm going to have a lot of fun saying Rich Basaccia. It's a fun name. It's a fun name. Fun name to say and to spell. I, is it Bisaccia? Like, is it B-I-S-A-C-C-I-A? Or well, is it I'm just sorry. C- Wait a minute. Start over because I, I wasn't quite ready to follow your spelling. So, Rich Bisaccia. Go again. B-I-S-A-C-C-I-A. Yeah, nice. hey We like to look at everything, at least at some point during our conversations, through the prism of Aaron Charles Rogers. What does this move say to Aaron Rodgers? Who, let's be honest, most likely walked away based on how he was the following Tuesday on the Pat McAfee program. Feeling that it was, if he had voted on our poll question, he would have voted for special teams for the primary reason and bore the most responsibility for them losing the playoff game, more so than him, wouldn't you think? I, that I don't know. I, 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 you and I differ on this. I think he doesn't publicly take as much... Uh, I guess of the hits, and luckily he did say he didn't play well. If he's really looking at that game in the NFC divisional round and saying that wasn't on him or uh, you know why that team didn't advance, yes, it's easy to block punt, of course. If Aaron Charles Roger, four-time MVP, doesn't say I didn't do enough to get it done and our offense only could score ten blanking points, mm-hmm. I don't. I just. I can't imagine Aaron thinking on anything else. If he does shame on him, I don't think that's how his mind works. His mind is like, well, I I didn't play well enough, but we still should have been able to get over the hump. But I had the ball back with five minutes left, and I couldn't get a first down with this offense. That's on me, and that's what he said to you, I believe, with a little bit of prodding, and took a little bit of heat. But I don't know if. Uh, is this moving the needle for Packer fans that this higher this this to me is definitely a step in the right direction. It is forcing you to admit you have not put enough resources in and you're going to do something about it. I think Packer fans have to be even though I bet most of them don't know anything about Rich Bisaccia, other than he didn't get the Vegas job. Anybody has a clue what kind of formations he's going to run on punt and Kyle, but you just feel <laughs> I better. I don't either. You just feel better that you're doing something. Yes. And it's something big. That's all we want as fans. Now, all of that is nobody's going to give two rips in September if we're getting two punts blocked in that month and we're doing. It's all going to be you threw money at it, but did you really get to the root of the problem? But for today, February, whatever, I feel good about it. 844-770-3776. We need to pull this as well on the Wilde and Tausch Twitter feed. Because I think that this moves the needle 
simply because Rich Basaccia got the interim head coaching job in Vegas and people know who he is. Like, there may be better special teams coaches that you don't know who they are because who cares about special teams coaches? Really, in the grand scheme of being an NFL fan, what percentage of fans really care about who the special teams coach is? And if your special teams don't suck, how many even know the name of their special teams coordinator? Like, to be honest. So here's the deal. I can name Fossil down in Dallas. And the only reason, because he's pulling all these fake punts all the time. He's just like Johnny Fake Guy. Not in a bad way. Just like fake punt, fake uh, not kick. A, he's not a fake he's, person. He's a fake. He runs fakes. There's a re, I mean, special teams coordinators are best. They're like the old linemen of coaching staffs. You don't want to hear about them unless it's, well, he's, boy, that's steady, and you don't hear much about it. If you're hearing a lot about a special teams coach, that is typically disastrous things have happened. That's typically how that works. So how many do you think you can name? Oh, for me, I... (laughs) I don't think I could name five. (laughs) be honest with you. Guys that have really big reputations, right, that are well-known for having... And Darren Rizzi, who the Packers could not hire, not because he's under contract still with the Saints, but because you can't have a special teams coordinator named Rizzi and a strength and conditioning coordinator named Gizzi. But I know him, and he was kind of a big deal when they didn't hire him three years ago, and his Saints units went out and were great. First, second, and fifth the last three years in Rick Oslin's ranking. So we know about him. But did you know, had you heard of Rich Basaccia before he took over the Raiders? No. Nope. Nope, I didn't. And there were those that thought he was going to end up in Chicago because he coached with Matt Eberflus on the Cowboys staff under Jason Garrett for a period. But, I no, I didn't know much about Rich Basaccia, other than his name, is fun to say and fun to spell. So, as a Packers fan, does this news move the needle for you? Does it change how you view special teams? Does it qualify as, well, at least they did something with a guy I've heard of? Or do you think it's more than that? I do wonder, Tausch, how this resonates with the quarterback. I really do. Because if you're trying to show him that you're serious about fixing one aspect of the operation that you feel let you down in the playoff game, regardless of whether he took enough responsibility or not, with prodding or without it, this is clearly something that they had to get fixed. And he, Rogers, made multiple comments after the game and then on McAfee about how they just wanted a draw on special teams, right? Just don't lose the game for us, he said. And they did in his opinion, and in many people's opinions. So does this change anything for you as a Packers fan? Because I would argue that I don't care how good of a coach Rich Passaccia is, if they don't also say, look, we need to incentivize or find different guys or draft differently for guys that can play special teams, 
then Rich Basaccia is going to be working with similar players who aren't good at special teams, and they may improve slightly with his coaching, but it could still be a problem. 844-770-3776. That is the first Midwest Bank talk and text line. 844-770-3776. Tausch, uh, they need to make sure that they dream fearlessly and ensure carefully with their special teams units. They do another big win. Ugly, ugly, but big win Saturday at the Kohl Center. American Family Insurance, they want to give you a chance to be at one of those unforgettable Badgers experiences. You can get sideline passes, tours, exclusive swag, and more. Head over to amfam.com slash badgers to enter today. You and a guest can either pick a football or basketball home game in the 2022-23 regular season, either at Camp Randall or the Kohl Center. You get a full tour of the facilities. You get on-field or on-court pictures. You get two pregame sideline passes, two Badgers merch bags full of swag, and a $2,500 travel stipend for you and a guest. Again, that's amfam.com slash badgers to enter today. If you're Aaron Rodgers, does this change anything for you at all? At all? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. Nope. But maybe a tiny bit, but certainly not enough to say, hey, we got Rich Bisaccia. I'm coming back now for sure. We'll put the poll in the field on the Wilde and Tausch Twitter feed. 844-770-3776 is the first Midwest Bank talk and text line. More next. It's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and sponsored by American Family Insurance. That is the first Midwest Bank talking text line. I got to say, if this doesn't move the needle for you as a Packers fan at all, then I'm not sure that you can then complain about when the special teams let you down. Like, they're finally doing something that makes you feel like they're taking this seriously. And I'm not just saying because you know Rich Passaccia's name. They're going to pay him, reportedly, in the $2 million a year range. And he will be the highest paid special teams coordinator in football. And if that's the case, then that, to me, says they're at least getting serious about, hey, our special teams stink, and we got to do something about it. And it starts with hiring the right guy. And if that's not enough, and it's not enough, they got to get the right players. they got to change the culture. All those things. Because it's been crappy for the better part of two decades. But this is a start. And the fact that Matt LaFleur, I'm guessing, went to Mark Murphy and said, look, we got to do something. I need more money to spend on the special teams coordinator. Will you sign the check? And that they said yes, apparently, is significant. It's not enough. But it's a really good start for a team that has stunk on special teams for the better part of two decades. So does this does that make you feel even more 
all inish that they do this? Because let's say they thought Aaron Rodgers was leaving. Are you going to go drop two mil on a special? Or are you saying we need to have a special teams coach that can be have a better group because we're not going to have Aaron Rodgers? I don't know if that changes the equation one way or the other. I, you know what I, you know what I think it does do, because I don't think it moves the needle in a huge way where Aaron Rodgers is going to make his decision based on whether or not they hired a new special teams coach. Because he liked Mo Drayton from everything I understand as a person. But what it does do is it sends yet another message that, hey, we're trying it. We're doing everything we can, right? We got Murph to open up the wallet. You're a complicated fella. He's a thrifty fella. Didn't want to pay Darren Rizzi three years ago, but now we are. That's a sign that we're trying. So please come back. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Let's start with Ed in Madtown. Ed, good morning. Welcome to Wilde Tausch. How are you today? I'm great, guys. Um, well, if my needle is on empty, which it basically, if you want to, if you're really a realist as a Packer fan, that's where I was. Now I'm probably half full because the glass is half full. Now we got a chance. He's got a history of leading a team. He can lead a special teams. If he can lead the the Vegas Raiders, then I think he can lead special teams. And he has a little bit of a, a some he has some street cred, guys. Yeah, that I never knew much about him, but I know from his work body of work, he took a team that was kind of in what's the word? One word? They were kind of going backwards with Gruden. Yeah. So he moved forward. So he moved the needle for them just as well. So that's where I'm at, guys. Great phrase, Ed. That's exactly what he... I mean, if if special teams is a street, he brings street cred. He's right. That's exactly what he brings. As opposed to... And, and again, I like Mo Drayton, and apparently Matt LaFleur really liked Mo Drayton because he, from what I was told, had a really hard time doing what he knew he had to do, which was move on. But... When they promoted Mo Drayton last year, what did we say? This guy was an assistant under Zook. Then he was an assistant under Menenga. Why is he going to be different when you're promoting a guy who worked for two guys that you didn't want to be the job in the job anymore? How is it going to be better or different? This definitely makes it different. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Let's talk to Kamal in Madison. Kamal, good morning. How are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. Um, so I think this does something, but I, well, let me preface by saying I hope I'm wrong. Uh, mm. You know, uh, when Aaron Rodgers, you know, said, you know, uh, on the Pat McAfee show, uh, you know, you're playing for the Green Bay effing, I'm sorry, for the Green Bay blanking, uh Packers. The blank and blank. I, I, I felt that was more of a yeah. I felt that was more of a sales job, and I think who he was selling to was Derek Carr, and I think this move <laughs> with Sasha is a Derek Carr kind of ah, thing. So oh. I hope I'm wow, and my guy. Come on, I, I, I think. 
I think it does. I think it does make sense with you know keeping Devontae in, in Green Bay, bringing Derek his buddy, and who you know I and and Bisaccia's, you know he's the guy that coached coached up you know Derek Carr you know in the, in the final game. So I hope I'm wrong. But anyway, take care, guys. Be good. Wow, that is wow. next level. This is you know this is the type of stuff. <laughs> that while well, I I never would have thought that they're bringing in Bisaccia to bring Derek Carr in. That's next level genius, but I can't disagree more with what that is. Devontae Adams, Derek Carr loves Favre, looking to ship off Rodgers to the AFC, Bisaccia, Derek Carr's guy. I love it. Do we do we know for sure that that was Kamal and that wasn't just another voice that Jesse does? Like that Jesse just it, it was just a random call that he made up because this is the kind of stuff that gets Jesse excited. I can see it in his face. He is downright giddy about Kamal's call. I love the concept of Derek Carr to Green Bay. Yes, I still do. I still think that's if you're looking for a way to move on from Aaron Rodgers and still contend for a Super Bowl, that's the best way to do it. Uh, I I don't know if Kamal will be proven right or wrong, but it is a intriguing idea um, that at least Derek Carr will be happy when he comes here. I don't, uh, look, uh, I, I don't want to um, blank in Kamal's Cheerios. But I don't think that Aaron Rodgers was talking to Derek Carr when he gave that spiel. I don't. Uh, now, do I think he was maybe overselling it to some degree for someone who uh, appeared intent on no longer playing for the Green Bay Blank and Packers at points of last season? Uh, yeah, I do. But uh, if Rich Bisaccia helps the Packers... Special teams get better and helps them either keep Aaron Rodgers or, in Jesse's dream scenario, acquire Derek Carr, then I'm all for it. 844-770-3776. Let's keep going with the calls. Let's talk to Ron in Sheboygan. Ron, good morning. Welcome to Wilde and Tausch. How are you? Good morning. Sometimes I just I don't understand how others and even you guys think. Uh, I can't wrap my head around that. As, as soon as Versace was let go of the Raiders, I was thinking, hmm, this guy could be a coordinator somewhere the way he turned that team around and had them playing hard throughout the uh, the remainder of the season where he was head coach. And I thought, man, would he be the perfect guy to take over special teams from the Packers? This, what this tells me, if you're gonna if you're gonna think about, well, what does this say? It tells me I think they believe Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Why would you spend $2 million on a special teams coach, a guy like someone said has got some street cred, if you're going to put Jordan Love in at quarterback and have to take a a hit for the next year, maybe two? Wait wait a minute now. Wait a minute now, Ron. Because uh, while you may be right, and this may be more pointing toward, like just because Aaron Rodgers isn't on your team next year, it's not like you just throw your arms up and go, oh, the hell with it. We're going to suck. 
So, and maybe you recognize that having a young quarterback who hasn't shown a whole lot to make you think he's going to be good, you say, hey, we got to make everything around him a lot better because our margin for error is not going to be very large because he's going to struggle. And so we the have year that the year that Jordan Love takes over is the year that you go seven and ten. That's just going to happen at best. That's that's the year I would argue. But again, you're I'm not. You, I'm saying at best seven and ten. But you're signing Rich Basaccia. It's not a one one and done deal either. Like I would think. Oh, you like not, it was I agree. for uh, Drayton. Yeah. Like it was for you're not you're not saying we're going to pay you two million a year and then we're going to zip you because he's going to sign a three or four year contract and all that money is going to be guaranteed to him. So it's not just two million a year; it's six or eight million dollar commitment to him. And if you fired him after one year, you would owe him all the rest of that money. You are going to say this guy's our guy. And if that's the okay, case, well, and you want special teams to not stink when you have an inexperienced quarterback, that makes sense too. Doesn't it? All right, but I, I I agree with Ron that this if you're making me pick, which you are, sure, I does agree this make too. It more likely that this is Aaron Rodgers based? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're going to go all in and get, because yes, two million dollars to the Green Bay Packers is exactly pennies. exactly. So it's not. It, this isn't that big a deal. This is if you want to get down to it. This is a complete indictment of Mark Murphy's decision-making the last time that it seemed as if yes. old boy wanted Rizzy in here. They didn't pony up, and this now is a coming to roost for Mark Murphy saying, all right, we got to go pay top dollar for a special teams coach. This move today is an indictment of a move two or three years ago that didn't happen. Right. That's what this was. And anything other than that, does this make? Did they call Aaron Rodgers and say, "Hey, we're going to pick up Bisaccia. Do you like him?" I would hope that they're not at that point in this Correct. relationship, Agreed. but they maybe did, and maybe Aaron said, "Yeah, I think I've heard good things about him." But is Aaron really studying the special teams coaches? Like, I don't think Aaron Rodgers could name twenty special teams coaches in the NFL. So this move today was a move that is an indictment of Mark Murphy's methods on handling this and his admission that I didn't get it right last time. I didn't help my head coach. My head coach now came back to me and said, I need this, let's get this done, and it's done. That's what happened here. I want to be clear. I agree with both of you. What I'm saying is, is to suggest... I'm with Ron. Some of the things that come out of your mouth just make me go, hmm... Hmm. I could agree more with Ron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My issue is this idea that if Jordan Love is your quarterback, you just throw your arms up and go, well, we're going to suck anyway, so who cares? Who cares who we hire as a special teams coach? Who, no. Uh, I'm Yes. Do I agree that this is... One thing that should tell Aaron Rodgers, hey, here's one other thing we're doing to try and make sure that we give you the best chance to win. Absolutely. No one's disputing that. 
But well, to suggest that yeah. you're not going to hire Rich Basaccia because uh, Jason, Jordan Love's going to be your quarterback whoa, 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 whoa. this year? There's two totally different things, though, in saying if you're ever looking at saying, I want to hire the cheapest coach, you're, what are you doing? You want to find good Hungry coaches. You don't need every coach to be an uber veteran. You get a bunch of old veteran players, you're going to not have as much energy than if you have that mix. You look at this, you obviously needed a course correction from what you had done. The last time around, you went younger and cheaper. It didn't work. So you flip it, just like the, the Minnesota Vikings did. That's probably a big part of why Harbaugh is not up there, because they didn't want to go with the older, stodgier dude. They looked at it and said, we need to go fresh. Same thing here. But there is a difference between hiring and paying top end or getting a good young coach. You're going to need to have your special teams be stronger with Jordan Love, but you need your special teams to be stronger with Aaron Rodgers, too. And I guess that's where we can agree to agree on it and saying the same thing. We're saying the same thing. You don't go hire a coach. based. On, you hire a coach that's going to make your special teams better. Your urgency in that should never change, but obviously it did. And it did because you got a field goal blocked and a punt blocked that your fan base looks at and say you didn't care enough about your special teams, and it cost us a chance to be playing on Sunday in Los Angeles. Get it right. They started that process today. And as a Packer fan, you should be excited that at least the effort and the resources are going into it. Now, whether or not it's going to make it any better, I don't know. But you know at least they know that they didn't get it right and they didn't just sit on it. They did something about it. And as fans, we should applaud that. Regardless of who's playing quarterback. I have to head over to Fleet Farm later after the show. I had a headlight burnout. I need to replace that. And you know Fleet Farm and their automotive department has you covered for all kinds of things, including if you need new tires to handle the winter weather. You'll get 15% off a set of four select installed Cooper tires right now over at Fleet Farm. And they've got a huge tool savings sale going on right now as well. You'll save on your favorite brands like Milwaukee and DeWalt Tools and Storage. Check out FleetFarm.com to find out more. Uh we may play a game of special teams coordinator, or I don't know, maybe Fleet Farm employee. Our friends at Fleet Farm love it when we play with their staff. Uh, we will figure that out a little bit later in the program. We'll talk more about where the Packers are at with their special teams next. It's Will Dean's house.